Welcome to the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast, episode 43. This is an interview with Katie Fridman, and I've been so excited about recording this podcast episode. I've been speaking to Katie, I think, since February, when she started what I think is a game-changing Facebook group, and she is very, very kindly here today. So there will be lots and lots to discuss, including flexible working. That's really going to be the main focus. And as ever, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, leave a review, because if you do, it helps more working parents like us to find this content. And as you know, if you listen regularly, This is the podcast for working parents, and a working parent, by definition here, is anybody who is closely involved in raising their child. Whether you work out of the home or inside the home, you are certainly a working parent. It can be a very, very tough job. But today with Katie, we're going to be talking a lot about people who are working outside the home, want to work outside the home some of the barriers and some of the ways that she is helping us all make a change to make opportunities more readily available for mums and dads like us. Hi Katie, welcome to the podcast. Hi Tina, thanks for having me. It's very exciting to be doing a podcast with you, so um, I'm looking forward to getting going. Thank you so much Katie. So I am going to Tell everybody a little bit more about what I know about you, but then obviously more importantly, you'll be able to share some information yourself. So Katie is a marketing leader with 15 plus years experience in media and advertising technology and specialist experience in food marketing. She's also a mum of two, is that right? A four-year-old and a six-year-old? Yes. Incredible. And Katie, motivated by your frustration with finding senior roles, in which you could work flexibly, you started a Facebook group entitled Flexible Working for Mums Like Me. Yes. Now, I was incredibly impressed because one of my NCT mum friends tagged me and included me on your group very early in, and I saw that within a few weeks you were at 3,000 members, and now just a few months in... There are just shy of 8,000 members, and the group has recently been opened up to dads as well. So the appetite for what you're doing here has been really, really, really clear. So Katie, because my aim with this podcast is to create a supportive, inspirational, empowering space for working parents, I'm so happy to be discussing this with you, and really wanted to ask What are your thoughts on, you know, tell me more about why you started this group and really how you've seen it evolving as quickly as it has. Sure. So the reason I started it, and you've already touched on this, is I mean, I've been doing marketing and I've been in corporate world for many years. I worked for Microsoft. um, I worked for Thomson, which is now Thomson Reuters, um, and held some fairly senior positions Um, But when I had my kids, I got made redundant from, I took redundancy from um, my role at Microsoft, where I was acting as marketing director for the Europe team. And I partly took it because I couldn't get back in on flexible terms. The job was very full on. Um, I was working full time, long hours, doing a lot of travel to the States and so on. 
I just couldn't really see a way to, to make that work. And I think you make a real choice at that stage when you've had kids because something changed in me. And some women make that choice and they go back to work and they get nannies um, and they get help at home and they, you know, or they put their kids into nursery. And that's amazing and that works. But for me, something shifted and I just didn't want to go back and have that life. I wanted to find a balance and a way of being with the kids and being a mum and still have a career. So I left Microsoft and I've had lots of other interesting jobs since. But I have to say that I haven't nailed it. I never nailed it. I never got to the point where I had the right job with the right seniority, the right salary, um, where I could be at home and, and get that balance. And it just left me really frustrated. So I set up on my own. I ended up leaving sort of company life and set up as a freelancer, thinking that that might be the answer. And I've had some great, you know, projects and I've worked with some amazing people. Um, but again, like it just, I haven't nailed it. I haven't, I haven't got to that point where I'm on the money that I feel like I should be on. I'm working the hours that work for me. And I just feel like the frustration was really setting in. So in January, I think it was, um, I was working for a small business supporting it was a small food business at the time. And I was working very flexibly. I was loving what I was doing. But there was a frustration between me and the person that I was working with that I wasn't around enough and so on. And and I, I suppose I, I developed the group. I, I just literally put it out there. I started this flexible working for mums like me. I thought, you know what, if I'm feeling like this, there's probably lots of other mums out there who are feeling similar. And I'll see. I was a bit embarrassed, actually, when I set it up. I, I set it up on Facebook, invited a handful of my friends and half expected to be laughed at. Um, but little did I know quite how, how much it would take off and quite how much it would resonate with other mums. Um, and, and really, it's gone from there. So there was no plan. It was really just born out of, um, you know, where I was in my career. And as you said, it's gone crazy. We're in nearly 8,000 members. It's an amazing community. And what I love about it is not just that there's lots of people on there. It's the level of engagement and connection, um, the help and the support that everybody gives each other is amazing. Um, so that's really what I've been astounded about. It's the, you know, that, that level of women empowering women, parents empowering parents. And also what I think is interesting is that you mentioned that I've now included dads is that at the beginning I was a little bit reticent to extend it beyond mums. I thought that, um, I thought that we were sort of a community of our own and we all shared in, in a common, um, you know, in a common situation. So uh, one of the things that people were talking about, and one of the subjects was around sort of gender pay gap and aren't we making women the problem? And if women are the problem, we don't embrace dads too, then they'll always be the problem. So we have to embrace, you know, parents as a, as a group, as, a, as, a, as both mum and dad, because it's only through bringing dads into the equation and giving dads equality that we release mums to not feel like they own flexibility to not feel like they own that relationship with their child so the, the groups evolved and now we've included dads to be honest there aren't that many of them I'd like to see more um, but some of the dads that have joined um, who have had a voice on on the group um, have also talked about needing flexibility there are single parents single dads and um, for all sorts of different reasons um, men need flexibility too so that's been kind of an exciting change in the group Absolutely. And I love the grace with which you handled 
all of those conversations because something that I'm really keen to share with anyone listening is that this group that you've set up, this flexible working for mums like me, now welcoming dads, <laughs> um, this group that you have set up is genuinely one of the most supportive groups online I have come across. And I'm somebody who, because I've been part of varying entrepreneurial associations and all sorts of things, I've been in different groups and I've been in some great ones as well. But you know, the danger with social media sometimes is, you know, the keyboard warrior situation. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. It can. It can. Yeah. And, and I have to say, especially, and this makes me quite sad to generalize in this way, especially in the mummy space, because yeah. my goodness, people can be judgy, mm. you know, and w- which is why, like you said, you know, for some mums, the solution will be, you know, great childcare, whatever that looks like. Or, you know, a, a, a hybrid of solutions or, or whatever the case might be. But either way, it's my hope, certainly, is that is that every mum out there, every parent out there can find and work towards the solutions that work for their families, whatever that looks like, without judging other people and what they're choosing to do for theirs. And within your group, I haven't even had a sniff of that. <laughs> and I'm in there a lot. I've never really seen you know, a conversation where it feels like anybody's trying to tear anybody else's decision down. So it's it's an incredible breath of fresh air. Like you say, dads are now included and welcomed. And Katie, I mentioned this on the podcast, which is published immediately before this one. You know, quite quite inspired by being in this space, I am determined to talk about flexible working a lot more than I have been on this podcast because it's such a key part of of making your career work successfully when you're a parent and I I shared a little bit of my story in terms of what my current situation is you know my working four or five days a week you know dependent on on the time of year and you know what really works for our family is that my husband does have some flexibility as as well as um, the fact that I do because he has his own business. And I really don't know how we would do things if that wasn't the case. So thank you for making the decision to open up the conversation. And I'm sure more and more dads will will join as and when. Yeah. So Katie, you've shared a little bit about your professional background. How do you feel when you sort of think about what it is that you would like to be achieving? And I know you said you've tried a few different things, which is which is brilliant. And I think it's what we should, you know, potentially all be doing to work out what fits for us now in our in our new capacities as as mum and dad, as well as professionals in our industry. What 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 is it would you say that you would like your career to look like? That's a very good question, Gina. Um, (laughs) And it's a hard one to answer because I do feel like I'm at a little bit of a crossroads. I have decided since setting up this group that I don't want to go and work for somebody and be employed again so that's been a definite shift for me um and since I've started freelancing I've I've thoroughly enjoyed the sort of the flexibility that that brings and the variety in the roles that I do so at the moment I'm sort of dividing my time between my marketing which is kind of my background and my passion and working for a couple of small businesses supporting them Um, And I do that a few days a week. And then I dedicate the rest of my time really to the group. 
which is interesting because the group is just a group, it's just a Facebook group, but it's actually demanding in terms of time. And I'm just loving it. I'm just loving everything about it. Um, I want to grow it. I want to help more people find flexible work. I want more job posts to be on there. And so I'm now starting to think about how do I actually do something with that? How do I create a place where I can have a business um, helping people to, you know, to get flexible work and to, um, and to sort of empower women to find new ways to do what they do and do what they love, but in a flexible way. So, you know, in my mind now, I'm starting to churn over kind of all different sorts of ideas and I've got lots of kind of plans that I'm, I'm wanting to put in place, but it's still early days for me to kind of give you a really clear answer to what's next. Well, I think on an entrepreneurial level, I think you've probably cracked what what it is that most entrepreneurs want to, which is that you can see a need. And essentially, the, the vast numbers that we've been talking about speaks volumes. So it's awesome to hear that one of the things that you're looking at is how you can monetize what you're doing, which, like you said, was a completely kind of unassuming unassuming group creation and inviting some friends and then just the tidal wave that has ensued from there so that's really exciting I mean as you as you do some exploration this is so so funny but actually one for me to mention I think because I know lots of mums are interested in starting their own businesses one of the groups online that I found really really useful for that is one called the Female Entrepreneur Association I'm not sure if you've come across it, but but absolutely have a look. It is uh, run by a woman called Carrie Green, who's phenomenal. There is a free group, which you can be part of. Um, but actually, there's a membership club, which I'm part of, and I'd, I'd highly, highly recommend to any women who want to, um, to, to explore starting their own businesses or have their own businesses. Again, like yours, it, it tends to be a very, very supportive group, which is incredible. But lots of dynamism, lots of different businesses uh, in full flow or being started. And at the time of recording this, I can't say it will be the case at the time when it's published. Uh, but certainly, Katie, at the time of recording, recording this, their membership is now open and she opens membership a couple of times a year. So while we're on that, I thought I'd get in that recommendation for you. Marvellous. Thank you, Gina. Um, I'll take a look. Yeah, absolutely. So... Katie, tell me a little bit more then about what your family looks like and how your days look in terms of business time and your personal family time at the moment. So my family is me, my two kids, I said they're four and six. <laughs> Jack is my little little one, he's four, and Jessica is six. Um, my husband, he works full-time really long hours, so he leaves the house at 5.30 every morning and he won't get back until kids' bedtime at seven, so I'm really full-time mum. I do have help at home. Um, We have an au pair, which really enables me to create some time to do some work. (laughs) And my eldest is at full-time school, so she's there till three o'clock. But my youngest um, is actually at nursery still. So he finishes at 11.35 every morning, um, which is hilarious because by the time I've dropped him off and got home and made a cup of tea and sat down and made a call, it's pickup time. I was going to say, so, 11.35, you probably can literally get home and, like you say, have a cup of tea and turn around. Exactly. So that's been really challenging this year. 
he was in full time nursery, but he's now um, he now finishes eleven thirty five. I do laugh because at eleven thirty five, even those five minutes are very important to me. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. So this year has been a little bit challenging because my time is obviously um, dictated by that. So Wednesday is my day with him, and we go swimming and we do you know mum and son stuff. I always want to be around after school from three ish if I can to be with the kids. So I try and pack as much as I can into the mornings. Um, you know, and then I just get help where I can. So some of the other mums at school pick up, we do play dates. Um, and in terms of work at the moment, I'm really fitting it in. That's how I would best describe it. Um, he starts full time in September, as in full days. So then I will be much freer. So at the moment I'm doing my freelancing and it's working really well because I can do that when I drop off, I come home, I spend a few hours then I pick up, then I'm with the kids. And then, to be honest, I work till long in the evening. So, I, you, you know, you and I have been messaging at one o'clock in the morning, which makes me laugh. <laughs> we have. Um, I was going to say, we, we keep similar mummy working hours, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, at one o'clock in the morning, it's my greatest moment. I sit on my phone or I've got my laptop on and I come up, you know, that's when I come up with my best ideas. It's quiet. No one's bothering me. Um, say, I don't it's a have powerful one... time when the household is sleeping, isn't it? Very. And that's really the premise of flexible working. And what makes me laugh is that this definition of flexible working, in so many employers' view, is part-time. All these mums are just part-time. But what they don't understand is the value of having a brilliant mum who's had a great career, who's actually prepared to work until one in the morning. She might not be sitting at the desk at 4, 4.30 for your meeting, but believe me, at one o'clock in the morning, her notepad will be out and she'll be making notes about how to drive your business. So, you know, for me, um, it's about employers just embracing that, um, you know, that, that enablement of women so that they can do what they do um, and be flexible. And that's really, I mean, the way that I work is it's an embodiment of what I, I think loads of other mums do, um, you know. But, but that doesn't work for all organisations either. So I think we also have to be mindful um, that as much as we come at this from a mum's point of view, it also has to work for the organisation. Um, and some organisations are more set up to do that than others. So I think, you know, sometimes I see posts and they do make me laugh where it's, I'm looking for a flexible role, I'm available between one and three on a Tuesday and four till six on a Wednesday, <laughs> you know, and maybe on a Monday I could fit in an hour. Like, I think that as mums working flexibly, we also need to be realistic. Um, so, you know, technology has made enormous changes. And I think employers are also making enormous changes. And it's also interesting because as time's moved on, and I'm kind of moving on in my, in my thought processes, but there was a recent study about millennials where, I mean, you've probably read them, lots of people are reading lots about this, but flexibility isn't going to be a mum thing anymore flexibility is going to be an expectation and if you speak to a young millennial they want to go to a yoga class in the morning or you know there's things that people want to do to have their life balance and not everyone wants to be rooted to a desk and I think that that's the way the world is moving and that's exciting because that means the tide is changing and it's not going to be just about mums anymore absolutely and it's certainly my hope that this conversation will, you know, move on within a year or two or whatever. But we certainly have the technology in place to make, you know, remote working possible, flexible working possible. I know I'm soon going to be recording a podcast. I was speaking to an employment lawyer, a friend of mine, who was 
talking to me about the difference between agile working and flexible working and exactly yeah and I and I think it's sort of what you're talking about the notion of sort of flexible working often being seen as part-time often being seen as driven by the need of the employee and I believe that we'll all have a lot more success in achieving a more flexible working arrangement when we are thinking as the organization when exactly we're, when we're talking right when when we kind of you know, we know, especially for, for, for us mums, we've often been in these organisations for years and years and years. So we know what it is that they want to achieve. So if we can start to, to pitch our communication um, in recognition of what the organisation needs, that I hope we will have increasing success. Although, Katie, the irony isn't lost on me that, that the, the organisation that lost out on you is Microsoft. In, in no, you know, when we kind of talk about technology, <laughs> because I, I know that, you know, actually through through my role in a school where I proudly, you know, work with young people to help them get clear on their career direction and make decisions to make it happen. One of our big focuses at the moment is girls in technology. And I'm so mm-hmm. proud of that as a mission because... You know, the the idea that within the UK, we've got over a million people working in tech and 17% of them are women, that that there really is a need to be attracting more women into the industry. And whether that's digital marketing or whether that is programming or, or anything in between. But I guess we then do get to a point where, you know, you, you might have the women in the industry, but then you need to keep them in the industry, ideally. Um, exactly. So I have a friend who, um, she's a COO at Morgan Stanley, and she is, um, she's a mum, she works four days a week, and she sits on committees where they discuss that it's not just about um, bringing, it's about bringing women into the business, but it's about keeping them in the business, Mm. and that's the toughest thing, and that's a huge challenge for lots of businesses, and I mean, her world is banking, and equally, it's equally as limited with women as technology. Um, but these are the types of industries where you need to attract them in the first place. But then once they're in, how do you retain them? How do you bring them back into the business and keep them? Because in the end, they've got all the ratios that they need to have senior management and you know women in senior positions. And if they can't keep them and they can't get them back, then they're not going to meet those. So things are changing. Those sorts of conversations are going on. And that's really exciting, too. I mean, it shouldn't be a case that they're even having these conversations. But the fact that they are is good. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, thinking of of some more senior women in technology, I found it interesting in Sheryl Sandberg's book, Lean In. Did you ever read that, Katie? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I have to say I loved it at the time. I'd probably quite like to pick it up again. I, I yeah, read it I agree. way before my, um, my, my little one was even an idea. But I, you know, the stories that she tells about going for meetings in organizations and the people that she's having meetings with not knowing where the ladies' toilets were because they <laughs> don't normally have women in those meetings is kind of all funny and shocking at the same time. But then I also think about, and this isn't meant in a, in a bashing way at all, I, I just find it quite curious. Um, in, in the other way, you end up with, and I'm not going to remember her surname, Marissa Mayer of Yahoo, I think it is, mm-hmm. who who I think made 
Yahoo for, for a while, certainly, even less flexible in terms of their working when she became CEO. It, you know, it was kind of less stuff from home and, and all of that sort of stuff. So I always think that representation will help more. And I generally think that that's a good rule. I think when we see more women in more senior positions who can stay in senior positions, I think we'll start to see a change. And as you mentioned, with the whole millennial, <laughs> I'll try to say that word correctly, um, with the whole millennial factor, that, you know, that, that there's an expectation of flexibility around working anyway, I think we'll see some changes. But yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to see what, what needs to take place for this to happen. But like you, I'm excited that the conversations are, are happening anyway. Yeah. So Katie, I wanted to ask, this group that has brought us together, that has connected you with so many thousands of people now, while I know it didn't have a, a specific agenda beyond some immediate mutual support, which, as you said, has kind of grown far bigger than you had conceived, but, but now that it has gotten that big, what, what are some of the outcomes and discussions and connections that you've been really heartened to see within the group? So there have been a few. I mean, I think that the main, the, the ones I get really excited about is where people come on and they ask for advice and I see floods of women coming in to support one another. That really, you know, puts a spring in my step. Recently, because the group's now been going for a few months, um, I've seen people actually getting jobs as a result of it. So again, that's just been like a phenomenal result for me. Um, because at the end of the day, yes, it's great supporting women, but equally seeing proper results. So um, I had an old connection at Microsoft who posted on the group. Um, she was now part of a technology startup and she was looking for a senior marketing manager a few days a week. And, you know, she messaged the other day to say that she'd hired and she'd hired someone phenomenal who was ex-Microsoft technology um, and she wouldn't have found that person if it wasn't for the group. So that for me is amazing. Um, Equally, I mean, there was a post, a thread the other, yesterday, I mean, this, um, I can't remember her name, Catherine, she wrote a book on um, how to be a top virtual assistant um, I can't remember her surname, that's terrible, sorry Catherine, um, but she's written a book and she asked me if I would run a competition and it's not something I would actually naturally do on the group because I don't really tend to promote people's businesses, but I thought, do you know what, I know there's lots of virtual assistants on the group and you know, I feel like actually this could help some of them, so I'll, I'll run the competition. So Catherine and I you know, put together this competition, we put it up, I mean she's had 150 women overnight wanting to enter this competition to win her book because they're all interested in how to change their lives, to be more flexible, to become virtual assistants. Like, I just think that's amazing. Um, Absolutely. Such a huge appetite. And there was another thread that I put up the other day about reinventing oneself um, and retraining. Um, And then this is another whole area because women and mums can't go back to their jobs and find the flexibility they want. They're feeling the need to retrain. Um, which is a whole nother conversation. Um, but but also, you know, I, I, one woman posted that she used, I think she used to be an HR and now she's trained to be a florist and it's changed her life. And, you know, I read that and I just think that's just so amazing um, and so inspirational to others that, you know, she's literally decided to change. She's gone and trained herself. There's digital mums. They're an amazing group. 
Do you know much about Digital Mums? I've seen their ads a number of times, actually, and probably clicked through. I know they they do training in terms of social media management, don't they? Yeah, so I just think they've just hit the nail on the head. So, Nikki, I mean, I've been chatting to Nikki Cochrane. She's a brilliant lady. She and her her business partner set up Digital Mums. And the premise there was that there's lots of women who need to be trained to do something to get back into business in a flexible way. And you don't have to have had any previous social media experience and you don't need to have been in marketing. But what you do is she puts, they go through this training, remote training, um, and they retrain. And there's a massive requirement now, obviously, because social media is so huge um, for people to help businesses with their social media. And they don't all need full time people. So actually, she's really um, identified a real need, I think. Um, so Digital Mums, I think, has just been really amazing. They've got um, they've got a group um, of alumni, and they help people find jobs and roles afterwards. And there's tons of Digital Mums on the group. And I just find that really fascinating. How you know so many women have changed, retrained, and changed their careers to find flexibility. Um, so that's been really interesting. Um, and I love the way that people come on, tell their story, ask for advice, and then you know everybody jumps on and and really. It's just, it's just an amazing community, as you've said, um, more, more I've seen on any other group. Um, and I've also been really surprised that, I mean, I didn't set it up to be a job site at all. I set it up to be a community of women. But actually, um, the jobs on there are amazing. And the jobs that are on there are not jobs that you'd necessarily find just on The Guardian. I mean, obviously, there's those and there's jobs from LinkedIn and but it's become like a melting pot for all flexible roles. So if anyone sees a flexible job that looks exciting, they put it in the group. Exactly. And, and if anyone's hiring or thinking, do you know what, actually, I quite need this, they wouldn't necessarily advertise it. But suddenly these jobs are becoming available and visible. And that's really exciting because there are jobs that are coming up that they would never have known about if it wasn't for the group. Um, that are only being advertised on the group. And I just think that, for me, is exactly why I set up the group. Well, like I said, Katie, I think from what I've seen since being a, a pretty early member when you started up to seeing the evolution now, it, it has just been phenomenal. And I really want to thank you for creating this space where we can all excitedly share these opportunities that we see or that we create or, you know, I saw a post in there, I think over the past couple of days where a woman was going for an interview for a post. Oh, yes. Right? So she was going yeah. for an interview for, I'm sure it was a post that she saw on your group. It was. But, she saw, so um, but, that was a lovely one. Cheryl Faust, I think that's who it was. Yeah, Hello, Cheryl, and the responses, you know, oh, the responses from everybody. Hundreds of people. Cheering yeah. her on. Yeah, I know. So I, so I was, um, I approved the posts as they come through. And Cheryl sent this post and I read it and I read it and it basically said, I'm feeling a bit nervous on my way to first interview in a long time, literally from a screen grab that I'd seen on the group for an ad. Um, and I just loved it. So I posted wow. it, like, yay, good luck, you go, you know, and let us know how you got on. And then, and everybody jumped on and everybody was just so supportive of her. And then she posted again the next day to say that she got through to second round. And, you know, we're all with her. We're all on the journey with her. And that's exactly what it's about. Um, and that, for me, sums up, um, you know, the, the group in terms of that feeling, um, 
of support and just everybody rooting for you. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I would highly recommend uh, for people to join. So just before we um, really clearly share the details of the group, Katie, so we can have more mums and dads joining, um, would you mind letting me know what your favourite mantra or motivational quote is? And and before I, I let you respond, I would say that one of my guests uh, recently shared the quote, um, empowered women empower women as her favorite quote which I think is so incredibly relevant for what you do but yes please do do share if you have a favorite quote or mantra or otherwise book or resource so I I mean mine's a really simple one um and it came years ago when I was it was actually when I was at Microsoft and there was a talk by a lady called Shahar Tashini and I'm not even saying that right but she set up founded Coffee Republic she came to talk to us at Microsoft and she put up a slide and it said, leap and the net will appear. And I was sitting in my seat thinking, do you know what? I, I Will it? Will it appear? But I suppose if I never jump, I'm never going to know. And I've always lived by that mantra. I just think if you don't step out into the unknown sometimes, and if you don't take that jump, you'll never know. And actually, when you take it, you do find that that net appears and that suddenly opportunities show themselves, people come and help you, um, communities pull together. So I kind of live by that, and I do think that it's quite apt or appropriate for our group as well, because I think that if you're feeling stuck, um, sometimes you just need to jump, and sometimes you just need to trust that that net will appear and that it will come good, and that's something that I live by. Thank you so much for sharing that, and it's... It actually comes full circle with the whole idea of the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast and the ethos and my real focus around the career coaching that I do with working parents is is, is kind of exactly that. You've articulated it in a, in a really lovely way, which is I, I come at it from the notion of not wanting any working mum or dad to feel stuck because... Yeah, I, I just, that the thought of that absolutely breaks my heart. And while I know that we can't click our fingers and find a miraculous solution necessarily, there are things that we can doing, there are steps that we can be taking, we can be retraining, we can be joining groups like yours, we can be looking for other opportunities, we can be starting our own businesses, we can getting really, really, we can get really clear on what we want our family life to look like, on what we want our careers to look like, on how we know we can contribute to employers or to, you know, starting our own businesses and in some cases then being able to employ others. So the idea of being stuck is something that I never want any of my clients or any listeners or anybody to have. So your notion of leaping and the net will appear um, is is a lovely one because it, it's not about being reckless, but it's about, like you said, sometimes just having some faith and aligning things and putting yourself out there and then seeing, you know, what what the universe brings. <laughs> I, I, I'm a real believer in life that if you ask for help, help comes. I do mm. think that. I do think that people are genuinely good. I like to believe that. And I think that, you know, sometimes when you can be insular and worried about stuff, you know, by talking and sharing, it, it makes things better. And it's the same with careers. Like, when you open yourself up, people come in and they want to help. 
And I think that's really important. I think that you should never feel stuck and alone. I think that you should always, for me, the mantra is always, you know, share and, and people will people will step up around you. Brilliant. Well, Katie, let's finish up by you clearly reiterating the name of the group and how people can find you and it. And again, I would say help is certainly something that you can find and something that you can give there, which is incredibly powerful. So Katie, how do we find the group? So the group is on Facebook. Um, You literally go into groups and search for flexible working for mums and then it's in brackets and dads like me. Um, Dads are more than welcome to join. I I encourage you to do so. The more the merrier. Come and join. Come and tell us your story and come and 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 be part of our community. And and thank you so much, Gina, for having me. This has been a really great chat. Oh, well, I've so enjoyed it and it's been absolutely worth the one o'clock in the morning arrangements of trying to get this done so I'm I'm really here for everything that you're doing Katie always let me know if I can support in any way I'll of course pop it up in the group because I'm in there daily but again thank you with what you're doing good luck with the next steps and we'll all be watching this space and hopefully having more mums and dads joining the group brilliant thanks Gina thanks so much for your time today Katie okay bye. bye and that's it for today's episode As promised, that conversation with Katie was great, wasn't it? So much to think about, potentially a community for you to join, uh, predominantly if you're in the UK and that's the sort of thing that you're interested in. And actually, since we recorded the episode, the number of people who have joined the Facebook group are over 9,000 now. So this is a lot of mums and dads interested in flexible working. Remember, if you liked this episode, please do subscribe, please do share, and if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would be incredible, because it means that more mums and dads like you can find out what we are talking about here. I am Gina Visram. You've been listening to the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast, And I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye.